Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 191 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Gosh, we're stinking up on 200 here. Hey, we're gathering leaders just like you from all over the globe to have maximum influence, maximum impact in our world. We're focusing on personal and leadership development, and we're talking about transition. In fact, today we're wrapping up our series on that subject. I want to share with you today how you can finish strong. Let's get to it right now. Well, today marks the completion of our series on transition, and we trust, we really do trust and hope that you've received great benefit and encouragement so far as we've been unpacking this process. If you've not heard episodes 179 through 189, I encourage you to go back and listen to those before this episode. Now, it won't hurt you to listen to this one right now. It's okay. If you want to do that and then go back and catch up, that's fine. But this is the last in a series of seven. So I encourage you to make sure you take time to listen to all of them because we really did unpack these systematically. In our last episode, we looked at phase number four of the transition process, redeployment. Today, I'm going to share with you a very thorough review as well as several keys for how you can cross the finish line in a very powerful and a very strong fashion. Let's go right now to session seven of our series on transition. Transition is a reality of life. We will all face it more than once in our lifetime. There is no doubt about that. Graduating from one level to another takes faith, discipline, perseverance, strategy, and yes, a whole lot of patience. Those who are able to successfully navigate it find themselves progressively moving closer to a fuller, more complete expression of what God had in mind when he created you. This is why we made this program. We want you to have the tools and the understanding so that you can make the journey from where you've been to where God is taking you. In this session, I want to do three things. Number one, we're going to review the four stages for successful transition. Number two, I'm going to share with you seven keys that will help you navigate the continuing journey towards more, towards greater, towards more significant. Number three, I'm going to share a thought or two with you that I hope will activate your heart and your mind to the possibilities that are still ahead of you. Yes, there's more to learn. There's more to do. There's more to achieve. Because life is a journey. Let's get to work now. 
and let's finish strong. The truth is, change is inevitable. The question is, what will you do with change when it comes to visit you? You see, transition is something we will all experience in life. It is that place between the way things have always been and the way that God has designed that they should become. It's the blank page between two chapters in a book. It's uncharted territory. It's out of the box. It's not normal. It's not where you've been. It's not yet the full expression of where you're going. It is the place called between. There's a very powerful scripture written by Paul in the book of Philippians. This great, very accomplished man said this. Hey guys, I want you to know I have not arrived yet. But there's one thing that I am completely focused on. I am forgetting everything that's behind me and I am setting my face and my eyes and my focus on what's in front of me. He went on to say, I press toward the upward movement, the the station that is above where I am because God's put that in front of me and I am pressing into that thing. What a powerful, powerful picture. A man who has had tremendous success has tremendous influence, yet he understands there's more. That's what I hope for you. I hope that you know that between where you are now and where God desires to take you, it's an incredible journey. It's a really complex process, but there's more. So what is transition? I found a marvelous article about this on therarrive.com. Here's what it said about transition. In the simplest terms, transition is change. In a broader sense, however, transitions are life's way of asking us to re-examine our present way of being. These transitions can be predictable, such as a child leaving for college or for marriage, or they can be unpredictable, such as the sudden death of a loved one or a traumatic accident. Whatever the degree or intensity of the event, every transition we experience has one thing in common. It forces us to make changes to our existing life. And with that change comes resistance. A major life transition literally closes one chapter of our life and starts a new one putting us in a new place and direction that we have not walked before. It is often a very difficult adjustment as we endure intense feelings of fear, doubt, and uncertainty. Transitions typically mark an ending followed by a time of self-reflection, 
which hopefully leads to a new beginning or outlook on life. Every life transition asks us to let go of a past way of thinking or doing. By doing so, we are given the opportunity to replace the old way of being with something new. During the transitional period, however, we usually feel uncomfortable, almost disconnected with our environment and even with ourselves. While this is natural to some extent, if you can't move through this phase, these feelings can often overwhelm you, sending you spinning out of control into emotional turmoil. Many times people turn to drugs or alcohol as a way to numb the anxiety and the stress of these transitional times. Admittedly, life isn't always fair, but often the most good comes out of what seems at the time to be a completely overwhelming experience. Whatever the transition, counseling with a professional counselor, meeting with a coach, these are excellent opportunities to help you take stock of your life and move forward into your new beginning with less pain and with less resistance. Transitions are difficult because we unconsciously or even consciously resist change. As humans, it seems like every fiber of our being is innately programmed to resist anything new or unknown to us, most likely a result of our basic self-preservation instinct. Whether we realize it or not, even good changes can cause us to feel stressed and uneasy. On some level, we are simply not comfortable with the unknown. End quote. That's a powerful article, one that I believe captures the complexity, sometimes the difficulty and the challenge of transition. We've been talking about this now for a number of sessions. Today, I want to wrap this up by sharing with you a few things that I believe will help you in the process. There are countless ways we can experience transition. Some of these are small and easy, others monumental and extremely challenging. Sometimes we find ourselves waiting and waiting and waiting with no answer in sight. We've mentioned a few of the areas one might experience transition in, your job, career path, the type of business you're in, marriage, a relationship. Each of these can have several transitions embedded within them. But know this, transition is a part of life. Irrespective of the genre of transition you may be experiencing right now, I want to share with you some keys to navigating through it. These principles will help you recognize, identify, and properly steward this season, and I believe yield the result that God desires you to experience. Tony Robbins said something very profound. He said, change is inevitable. Progress is optional. Let's review. The four stages of transition are discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and redeployment. Discontent is that place where we sense something is up. There's a dissatisfaction. There's a fundamental discontent with the way things are. It's not that we're ungrateful. It's just that we sense there's something more and we begin to hunger for that something more. The next phase is disconnect. 
once you've said yes to the invitation to transition, it will require you to disconnect from beliefs, from relationships, from your jobs maybe, from a type of career you're in or a context within which you carry out your life. Disconnect can be a very painful thing. Disconnect can involve grieving. But disconnect is necessary because you cannot embrace something as long as you're holding to the past. The third stage is reconnaissance or discovery. It's where you begin to reevaluate and reconnect with who I am and why I'm here. How am I wired? What are my unique strengths and gifts and talents and abilities? What am I passionate about? What are my dreams that need to be stirred and awakened? Then you begin to uncover and realize there are certain opportunities and needs and solutions that you can provide and add value to where before you were blinded to them. But in this reconnaissance process, you're literally mapping out and researching and surveying what it is you can and possibly will step into. The fourth stage is redeployment. At some point, having gone through discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and even maybe going out and obtaining education or training or greater credentials so you can carry out the new assignment, at some point you're fully prepared and you're ready. But you have to get in the game. You have to act on what you know to be true about your future. Each of these stages must be successfully and thoroughly worked through. Your success on the next level is determined by the quality of the process you walk through in those four stages. Now let me share with you seven keys for successfully navigating your seasons of transition. Number one, learn to recognize when something's season has come to an end. What do you mean, Brian? Is there still passion, fulfillment, or joy in what you're doing? Can you look at the fruit of your labor, the fruit of your work, the fruit of your life, and say, man, this thing is still really working well. I should continue doing this. Or has the fruit begun to dry up on the vine? Are the relationships in your life still mutually beneficial? Or have you become the primary giver? Learn to recognize when something's seasoned has come to an end. Number two, embrace change. I mentioned before that grieving is a natural part of the process of letting go. And I want to give you permission to grieve. Cry tears. Feel sorrowful. Feel maybe even sad for a minute. Because yes, what you've been doing and the people you've been with all these years, they're a very important part of your life, but It might require you to move forward now, and it's okay if you have to, but be sure to grieve. Close that chapter and do it effectively. Set your sights on what is ahead. Embrace change. Know that change properly handled produces growth and progress, which produces new opportunities and great prosperity. So number two, embrace change. Number three, you must let go of the past. Past hurts, past disappointments, past relationships, past failures, past trophies or wins, 
past successes. If it's a hurt or a disappointment or a relationship issue, forgive that person. Let it go. Let them go. No longer allow them to hold you in the place where you are. You release them and you will be released. Number four, identify the opportunities. Our human tendency is to focus on what has been. In fact, we tend to fall back on that. My encouragement to you is to focus on what can be. New relationships. A completely new business venture or area of influence. A new ministry. New circles. New levels of prosperity and wealth generation. New ideas. New ways of doing things. New groups to associate with. Focus on the opportunities, not on what has been. Number four, identify the opportunities. Number five, concentrate on your personal growth areas. What do you need to know that you do not presently know? What information do you need to gather to yourself so that you can effectively navigate and administrate the new level when you arrive there? What resources do you need to pursue? Will it take a business loan? Do you need to raise funds for that nonprofit? Do you need to maybe connect with the right people, the right relationships so that you can have the resources in place for your venture? What areas in your life require personal development? Is there a lack of discipline? A lack of integrity? A lack of balance? What new disciplines must you develop in your life? All of us have growth areas. And my encouragement to you in this process is concentrate on your personal growth areas. Number six, commit to your future. Again, let me quote a scripture. In the book of Jeremiah, God is speaking to the prophet, and he says, For I know the plans I have for you, says God, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a greatly preferred future. Your next chapter is designed to be greater than the last. Your tomorrow is destined to be far more prosperous, far more fulfilling than even your greatest years to date. God, your Father, has plans for you, and His plans are incredible. Commit to your future. Commit to yourself. Commit to the process and see it through. Number six, commit to your future. Number seven, trust God. Listen to him. Follow his leadership. You say, what does that mean, Brian? It is my experience and my very deep belief that God, the creator of all things, the one who designed you, the one who made you, the one who actually decided in his own heart the future, the plans, the things that you would accomplish in your lifetime. He has great capacity, great love for us, and he desires to be your business partner. He desires to be your ministry partner. He desires to be your life partner. His leadership, his guidance is paramount to your success. Listen to his voice. 
follow his leadership. Trust that his plans are better than yours. Know that he will never abandon you in the middle of a project. The past is behind you. So leave it there. And your future is already guaranteed, assured, and waiting for you. Number seven, trust God. He makes all things new. The seven keys for successfully navigating your season of transition. Number one, learn to recognize when something's season has come to an end. Number two, embrace change. Number three, let go of the past. Number four, identify the opportunities. Number five, concentrate on your personal growth areas. Number six, commit to your future. Number seven, trust God. He's faithful to finish what he has started. Change is inevitable. Progress is optional. I ask you this question. What will you do? May God bless you. May he give you the courage and the grace to pursue everything that he has created you to be. Well, that wraps it up. Great series, great content. I hope you'll come back to this time and time again as a resource for you and your life, those you love. Listen, transition is inevitable. We're all going to experience it, so you may as well be prepared and be equipped to do it right. You can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 191. We want to encourage you to subscribe to our weekly email updates. We still have that great resource up, the personal transformation profile that, quite honestly, I can't believe I'm giving away. But we want to share that with you as a gift for subscribing to our weekly email updates at brianholmes.com. Share this episode and, frankly, all the episodes you've heard with your friends. Let someone know how we are helping you in your journey toward greater leadership, greater focus, greater effectiveness, greater prosperity. Just share it with someone that you love and care for. I'm going to be back in just a moment with a few closing thoughts, but right now, let's listen to this very important message. Well, I'm excited to share with you the opportunity of diving even deeper in your personal journey toward building the strategic life you were intended to live. We've been talking about the four cornerstones for strategic living around here for a very long time, and now you can access an online video course and the four cornerstones for strategic living book for yourself. If you are intrigued by this topic, if you felt as though you needed someone to come alongside of you and help you to walk out the process of personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment, I'm inviting you to visit our website at brianholmes.com forward slash 4CS, like four cornerstones, but 4CS. You'll find information there about how you can enroll in a course of study or in reading the book and take your life and your leadership to the next level. I invite you personally right now to go with me on this journey. Let's build a strategic, a powerful, and a meaningful life together. As we close out this series, I want to reiterate what you just heard. I've just released the four cornerstones for strategic living book 
as well as the Four Cornerstones online course. And I want to make that available to you. Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living. These things are paramount to our success in every season of life. And we'd love for you to plug into that. Listen, I believe in you. I look forward to hearing how this series has helped you as you continue your quest for new levels, for new success, for new opportunities. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.